I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 61, Complaining. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm actually really excited to talk about the topic of complaining today because I've thought about it for over a year now and done some experiments with it. And so I thought it would be a great thing to talk about today. Admittedly, I used to think that I didn't really complain very much. I was like, I'm a pretty positive person. I think I see the good in things most of the time. I certainly complained about complainers, but at the time I didn't realize that was complaining. I thought I thought that was just pointing out the obvious. But if you look at the model that I teach, when you think the thought, I can't stand how that guy complains, in that moment, you are a complainer. The result for you is that you are complaining. But in general, I really thought I'm not that much of a complainer. And then my friend introduced me to this book called A Complaint-Free World, How to Stop Complaining and Start Enjoying the Life You Always Wanted. And it was written by a pastor named Will Bowen. And in the book, he gives this challenge to go complaint-free for 21 days. And what he has is these purple bracelets that he'll send to anyone out there if you want them. I just got a bracelet of my own. But it's just this bracelet that you put on your wrist. And every time you complain, you have to switch wrists. And the goal is to see if you can go 21 days without switching your bracelet. Because every time you switch it, you have to start again. And the idea behind this is to just decrease the amount of negativity in your life. And he really believes that as more and more people do that, it's going to increase the positivity in the world. Because complaining is just taking our negative thoughts that are in our head and saying them out loud. And as you know, negative thoughts create negative emotions. So if we want to decrease the negative emotions we feel and the negative emotions we put out into the world, we have to stop complaining. Now, his goal with the bracelet switching is just to get you more aware of how much you complain. It's just simply a mindfulness tool to make you see yourself more clearly. So as I started to read this book, I discovered that I complained way more than I thought. Here's what I wrote down as I began reading the book. This was at the beginning of September 2021. Okay, so COVID is actually still a huge factor in our world at this point. Immunization passports are beginning to be required. There's still a lot of gathering restrictions and travel restrictions in place. So this is what I wrote as I began this challenge of going complaint-free. I'm not complaining out loud about COVID anymore. I'm not going to add to the negative vibrations and energies that bring other people's energy down. My goal is to up my vibrations and energy and to bring others along with me. No more wallowing in the mud. I just found that today and I was like, oh, that is fascinating. So I started wearing a bracelet that I could switch from wrist to wrist and realize that I complained more than I thought I did. And this was really eye-opening for me to realize, oh, we are complainers because it also opened my eyes to how other people complain. So even just yesterday, I was complaining about all the reusable bags that I have to keep in my vehicle so that I can grocery shop because they're everywhere in there. So I open the door of my vehicle and I'm instantly saying, I just hate these bags. Why can't I just figure out a way to keep them all together and not such a mess? And honestly, I have a million of these now because every time we go into the store and forget the stupid bags, I have to buy another one. Okay, so it honestly is just a little thing, but I'm complaining about it. 
And as I repeat it to you here, I feel frustrated. And yesterday, I also found myself complaining about the amount of sleep that I'd had the night before. Like, how am I supposed to function if I wake up in the night and can't fall back to sleep? Okay. Now, in his book, Will Bowen says that the average person complains somewhere between 15 to 30 times a day. And honestly, I believe it. I actually wouldn't be surprised if the number was higher for some of us. So why do we complain so much? What is it about us? Well, first of all, our brains are actually wired to problem solve. And so they're always looking for problems. It keeps us safe to be aware of where things aren't quite right. And so we really do want this part of our brain to function. It keeps us alive. It helps us create systems that keep us safe. It is very, very useful. But that is what creates our addiction to complaining. It feels useful. But there is a difference between recognizing when something isn't right and complaining. And you can actually feel the difference in your body. Complaining does not feel good at all, especially once you're done complaining. It might feel good in the moment, but it will never leave you feeling happier after, and it never is going to lead you to good action. Another reason we complain is because it is so easy to do. It requires zero creativity or effort to point out what is wrong in the world, ever. It's just so easy to complain. It actually requires more of us to see something that our brain wants to complain about and then not do it, or to actually do the work to discover what is awesome, even in the frustration like we talked about last week. So it's just so easy. I remember reading years ago how, as humans, we actually give more credence to people who are critical because we think they must know something that we don't know. And people who are not critical or don't complain, we often actually think they kind of live in la-la land and must be out of touch with reality. So I think some people actually feel very smart when they are critical and complaining. And the more people that they get dragged into believing that what they're complaining about is accurate and right, the more it supports the idea that they are right. Now, this book pointed out that people who are more critical aren't actually any smarter or realistic or right than anyone else. They just simply are more critical. They just like to complain and fault find. That's it. Now, the interesting thing is that this book I was reading was about happiness. And the author was pointing out how people who complain a lot, and they may call themselves critical, right? I'm a critic, not a complainer. They are less happy. So if complaining about something just comes from your thoughts and finding the good in something just comes from your thoughts, then why not choose the thoughts that bring more goodness into your life? It's just your story either way. So why choose the complaining story? Another reason we complain is because it feels so good especially when others complain with us. Let's all complain about the school administration together. Let's all complain about the government. Let's all complain about the place we work. Or let's complain about that woman in our class. Did you know that gossip is just another form of complaining? Now, even though we inevitably feel bad after we complain or gossip, it can feel so good in the moment because it's so validating. And I get it. I just love when I complain about something and someone else agrees with me. My brain loves to be right and I love to be told I'm right. But that dopamine hit I get from that collaboration doesn't last and just reinforces the false pleasure that complaining and gossiping gives me. And speaking of gossip, here's another reason we complain. We complain because it's a big way we socialize. In fact, some of us have relationships with people built completely on complaining together. As soon as we see each other, we start to complain about one thing or another. Even 
just standing in line. Sometimes we talk to the guy next to us and it's all about complaining about how the service is so slow here and why don't they open another till and it's always such a pain to shop here. It's how we connect with people because it's so easy. It requires no creativity and it keeps things pretty surfacey and it is a way we connect. So of course, it keeps that addiction a little bit of complaining in place. Another reason complaining becomes so addictive is because we create complain trains. Now, in the last episode, I talked about the gratitude train, the idea that if you rattle off a lot of things you're grateful for in quick succession, you're actually going to feel gratitude start to multiply and expand in your body very quickly. Well, right after I learned about that concept, I experienced something I now call the complain train. I was getting coached on a small frustration that I was feeling. But as I was talking about it with my coach, I started to remember all the other times that this particular issue was hard on me. And pretty soon I was literally listing instance after instance of how unfair my life had been in regards to this particular issue. Now, in my mind, I was like, wow, I didn't realize how upset I really was about all of this. And then instantly I saw what was actually happening. It wasn't that I was actually suppressing so much frustration and anger that just finally came out. I know that happens for people, but I knew that that wasn't what was happening for me. What had happened was I had just created a complaint train. And the more cars I added onto that train, the faster it started to push and go. And I felt worse and worse. But it was almost like I couldn't stop. So watch for your complaint trains. Lastly, I think another reason we complain is because we think it will change things. Think about how much you complain about yourself. And we do that because we think that if we're hard on ourselves and we put ourselves down, that we're going to pull up our bootstraps and do better. It doesn't work that way, but we just can believe it so deeply. We complain to our spouse about what they do or don't do. We complain to our kids. We think it's going to change things. It is a terrible motivator, though. It doesn't change anything. And the majority of the time when we're complaining, we don't want to change anything. So when you complain to yourself about yourself, it's not going to change anything. Now, although we all get into this trap of negativity and complaining, most of us report that we hate being around people who complain a lot. Now, as soon as I said that, somebody maybe came into your mind. My husband and I went on a cruise last year. One day we had to tender from the port, which means that they bring a small boat up to the side of the cruise ship. You have to get on that small boat, and that's what takes you into the port. If it's too shallow or whatever, they, that's what they do. It's called tendering. So in order to make it so that not everybody was trying to tender off the boat at the same time, you had to have a tender ticket with a time on it. So the day before we got to that port, we had to stand in line to get our time. Now, behind me in the line were a man and a woman waiting for their ticket. And we were in line for, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. And the entire time in the line, the man behind me is like, this is the stupidest idea I have ever heard of. Surely they could find a better way to do this. I mean." We're on a cruise. They're expecting us to stand in line right now. I mean, how much did we pay for this? Are they paying me for my time standing in this line right now? How much is this costing me to have to stand here and take this stupid ticket? This is ridiculous. Anyways, on and on and on. I felt so sorry for his wife. She just did not even say a word. He just chatter, 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 complain, complain, complain. And she just stood there staring forward the whole time. What is she possibly going to say? She can't change the situation. There was nothing to do about it. The cruise ship was going to do what they thought was most effective. It actually wasn't that long of a wait. The line kept moving pretty good. But literally, it felt so heavy and a little annoying, really, to have to listen to him complain the entire time, as I'm complaining about him right now. 
but so fascinating to just listen as he just complained and complained and complained. As I thought about this story, I thought about what Elder Holland said in one of his talks, where he said, no misfortune is so bad that whining about it won't make it worse. And I just love that. So let's remember that no situation is so bad that complaining about it won't make it worse. So if standing in line is painful, then complaining about it is going to make it even worse for you and everyone around you. So why do we want to even stop or at least decrease our complaining? And how are we going to do it? Now, I just want to see if I can get you to buy in a little bit to complaining less. I'm really trying to reconvert myself as well because I stopped doing my goal of trying to make it 21 days. And even though I'm more aware of my complaining, I haven't been as good about it. So I love what Gabrielle Bernstein said. She said, the universe is always saying yes to your thoughts, energy, and emotions. So if you complain, then you will attract all the things you complain about. If you fill your heart with unnecessary negative emotions, that's what you're going to bring into your life more and more. When you complain, you are literally choosing to feel bad when instead you could choose to feel joy and peace and happiness. So the first thing we need to do is what Pastor Will Bowen is trying to do with his bracelets. We just have to become aware of ourselves. Just today, I want you to be more mindful of when you complain and watch to see when other people complain, not so that you can judge them. That's not what I'm wanting you to do or complain about them. But I just want you to see the sneaky little ways that complaining presents itself. Awareness is the most important step of all. Just seeing your complaining will decrease how much you do it. So maybe you want to try a bracelet that you switch from wrist to wrist when you complain. Go for it if that helps you. But it isn't necessary. How I know that I need to switch my bracelet is it's the things that I'm saying out loud, or if I feel like my brain's on a rapid complaint train, I'll make myself switch. But it's usually the things that I'm saying out loud. Because complaints are going to come into my mind. I'm a human. But if I'm not going to feed them and I'm not going to say them out loud, I don't switch my bracelet. Okay? The next thing I want you to consider is that sometimes there really is a problem that needs attention and needs to be solved. When you talk about problems, it's different than complaining because one, it's actually going to feel different in your body. And two, you're going to focus more on solutions than the problem. So here's what I mean. We have had some really big holes in the walls of our garage. And every once in a while, my husband or I will complain about them. Like, why did that kid not realize how close the car was to the wall? Or this hole's just getting bigger and bigger because the kids can't stop picking at it. Okay, can you see how we're complaining? It's not because there's no problem. There are holes in the walls. But all we do is complain about them. And we were just going over and over why they're a problem. But then we sat down with one of our boys and said, hey, there are holes in the walls of the garage and we'd really like them fixed. Now you have some time right now and we'd really like you to take care of them. You're going to probably have to do this and you're going to need to YouTube some things to figure out what you need and I'll send you my credit card so you can get the supplies. Can you see how different that is? Here's the problem and now let's focus on the solution. Okay, so often when we complain about things, we have no interest in actually solving for it. Because we'd actually rather just complain about it. That's easier than have to do anything about it. So if you're going to point out a problem, don't let yourself get stuck on the complain train. I know some people where the rule for them is you discuss the problem one time. And then after that, all you can focus on are solutions. Now, the next thing to do is to decide what you're going to do instead of complaining. Now, this can be as simple as just keeping your mouth shut. That can be super hard when you're in the habit of verbalizing every complaint. But it can be that simple. Just don't say it. Most of the time, in fact, probably all of the time, it is unnecessary to say it. Another great thing to help is gratitude. 
Complaining is just verbalizing your frustration. So do what I taught you last week. Flip the gratitude switch. It is so powerful. Find the frustration and then express gratitude for what is awesome. To be someone who rarely or never complains is going to require more of you. It isn't easy. Maybe you're going to need to find a whole new way to talk to people. You may have to actually think of something to say for small talk that's positive and interesting. Complaining is the easiest small talk, but it leaves people feeling yucky after. It's going to require you maybe to change the subject or leave a conversation where everyone else is gossiping or, or they're all on the complaint train together. It may mean that you are deliberately going to choose to feel good, and then you're going to have to remind yourself that that's what you want more than the false pleasure complaining gives you. So another thing you can do instead of complaining is just choose to be happy instead. Because then when you go to complain, you're like, oh, but I'm choosing happiness today. And what would that look like? What would I do if I wanted to be happy? Now, what do you do as you're working on this, but others around you are still complaining a lot? Maybe it's your kids or your spouse or your good friends. Sometimes when I'm in a group setting, I just listen. I understand that we all like to complain, me included, and so I get why it's happening, and I just listen, but I don't contribute, and I will not jump onto the complaint train with everybody. Other times, I'll just kind of gently redirect the conversation, or I'm just like, yeah, I see why you're unhappy with how that teacher continues to deal with your child, but man, your child's so lucky to have you as a mom to come home to and talk to about this. So many kids feel like they can't share this kind of stuff with their moms. What is it you've done to help your child feel so safe? You see, it's just like a gentle redirect. It's like, yeah, I can see what's going on for you. And now let me try and redirect to a different kind of conversation. Or sometimes I'll just change the subject, right? I'll let my child have a little spout of frustration. Then I'll say, did you hear that the new season of Mandalorian came out? I haven't even seen it yet. Have you seen any of it? That is going to require more of you than just complaining with everyone. But it brings more goodness into your life and into the lives of the people around you. Now, perhaps it is possible that you have someone in your life that is a chronic complainer and only complains or maybe brings up the same problem so often that you feel like you can't be around them if they're going to complain. Because there are some people that are chronic complainers. They just love to tell how their life is so unfair to anyone who's going to listen. Now, I'm not saying that they haven't had a hard struggle. They probably have. But again, like Elder Holland said, Whining about it over and over and over again makes it all worse. And when you're a chronic complainer, it can start to take a toll on people. And when you're with a chronic complainer, it can start to take a toll on you. And it is okay to set a boundary, to kindly say, listen, I love you and I see how hard this is on you, but I no longer can be the person you complain to about this. Like, I want to hang out with you and I want to see you, but when we're together, if you keep bringing this up and complaining about it, I'm going to have to cut our conversation short and see you another time because this just isn't good for me and I'm so sorry. Now, I do not pretend that that is an easy conversation to have, but you have to take care of your well-being and hanging around with chronic complainers won't help you feel good and happy. You putting up that boundary could also put positive pressure on the other person to possibly look at themselves and decide, hey, is this the kind of friend I want to be? Do I actually want to be the person who only ever complains and never has a good thing to say? Do I want to be the friend that is so focused on my own crummy life that I actually can't be a good friend to anyone else? So a boundary may be necessary. It may be better for you. It also can be positive for them. But I want you to know that boundaries always are the exception more than they are the rule. Usually, you just need to take better care of yourself in the conversation. 
It is good for us to acknowledge that complaining really is our default. It is easy. It feels super useful. We all do it. Let's just work to become more aware of what we complain about, how much we're complaining, and then let's deliberately decide if that's what we want to keep doing. I can have compassion on you and on me, but I also know that as we all work on this together, we can put way more goodness into the world. I hope you'll take the challenge to see if you can at least decrease your complaining. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.